0: Welcome to the Wall Street Journal for Thursday, February ninth, 2012, from Audible. Today you'll hear, Ground Shifts Again for GOP, and also, Banks Near $25 Billion Pact on Foreclosures. In Market News, Banks Lift Stocks. Today's Heard on the Street column, American Needs Merger Flight Plan. Plus today's editorial, in Walter Mossberg's Personal Technology, For iPad and mobile devices, a port out of the norm. And from Personal Journal, the new influencers. First, though, here are the top news headlines from the What's News column on the front page. Diamond removed two top executives and said it would restate two years' worth of financial results after an internal probe found it had wrongly accounted for payments to walnut growers. Greek political leaders have ended their meeting after seven and a half hours without an agreement on austerity proposals. UBS notified employees it will take back part of the bonuses due to its best-paid investment bankers this year because of the trading scandal last year that put the unit into the red for 2011. China's consumer price index rose 4.5% in January from a year earlier, faster than the 4.1% rise in December, data from the National Bureau of Statistics showed. And the volume of spine surgery, which is an increasing cost in the U.S. health system, rose sharply at two small California hospitals that focused on workers' compensation patients and used a marketing consultant to help bring doctors to the hospitals. And now the top news headlines from What's News Worldwide from the front page of the Wall Street Journal. Police and supporters of deposed Maldives president Mohammed Nasheed clashed violently, severely injuring at least two people who were protesting Nasheed's removal from power in a coup. A high-profile trial that could cut short the Spanish judicial career of Balthazar Garzon ended Wednesday with a defiant pledge of innocence by the magistrate who led international pushes for cross-border justice. African nations are sacrificing billions of dollars in potential trade each year due to inefficient border crossings and discordant regulations, the World Bank said. The U.S. and Japanese governments are scaling back a controversial plan to relocate American military forces in Japan, bowing to intense local opposition and underscoring the inability of Japan's leadership to fulfill policy pledges. In Beijing, Canadian Prime Minister Harper pledged closer trade ties with China, even as he pressed Beijing over its recent decision to block a U.N. Security Council resolution against Syria's government. China's vice president, Xi Jinping, expected to become China's next leader, is scheduled to visit the Pentagon next week as part of a high-profile trip to the U.S., a U.S. official said Wednesday. And the sudden sick leave taken by Wang Lijun, the former police chief of the Chinese city of Chongqing, fueled rumors that he had sought political asylum with the U.S. a day earlier. From the Tech Center section of the Wall Street Journal Online, these headlines. Groupon reported a surprise net loss for the fourth quarter. Shares fell more than 10% after hours. Yahoo's new CEO, Scott Thompson, aims to turn around the Internet company, at least in part, by making it less dependent on its core online ad business. Apple is again frustrating legions of application developers by replicating its regime for mobile devices in the world of desktop software. Google is close to launching a cloud storage service that would rival one of Silicon Valley's hottest startups, cloud storage provider Dropbox, according to people familiar with the matter. And Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg, Facebook's top two executives, are in line for target bonuses of 45% of their salary plus other base wages, according to a federal filing. From the front page of today's journal, ground shifts again for GOP. Romney regroups after Santorum's wins expose lingering concerns among base by Janet Hook and Neil King, Jr. Mitt Romney sought to shake off his bruising losses in three battleground states as his campaign promised Wednesday to spend heavily on coming contests to regain his position as the frontrunner for the Republican presidential nomination. But the defeats suffered by the former Massachusetts governor in Tuesday's primary and caucuses in Colorado, Minnesota, and Missouri exposed lingering weaknesses in Mr. Romney's standing with conservatives. The losses to a newly resurgent Rick Santorum, the former Pennsylvania senator, also showed a lack of enthusiasm for Mr. Romney in states where his campaign declined to spend significant time and money. Although the contests didn't directly award GOP delegates, the voting patterns revealed warning signs for Mr. Romney, who has won just three of the eight GOP contests so far, New Hampshire, Florida, and Nevada. His loss in Minnesota, Mr. Romney was third after Mr. Santorum and Representative Ron Paul of Texas, came despite the prominent backing of the state's recently retired GOP governor, Tim Pawlenty, who ended his own unsuccessful bid for the nomination last summer. Mr. Romney even